And this is so important because getting the things done on your calendar is not just going to happen by magic. You need to be consistent about looking at your calendar in the morning, organizing your day, because if you just have it in your mind, you'll always push it to the back of your mind. You know, when you tell me you have goals, I say, show me your calendar. And that will tell me if your goals are real, because I want to see that it's been translated to actions on your calendar. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Brie Noble. Brie is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Brie's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Brie is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Brie Noble, and I am so glad that you are listening to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast right now. This is where we learn how to create great music, how to connect with our audience, and how to grow our business. Don't forget, as a musician, you are a business owner, and it's important to make sure that you have that income coming in all the time, or you can't keep doing your music, and you can't keep your paying your bills so you can be creative. So that's what we're all about here on this show, and I'm going to talk about something today that I know is going to make you more productive and more profitable in 2016, and that is planning your year. I know it sounds daunting to think about planning an entire year, so we're going to take it in pieces. We're going to look at it from all different kinds of angles. We're going to set goals. We're going to figure out how to work better and smarter. We're going to do a little soul searching to figure out the direction that you want to be going this year and exactly how you can get there. So before I get into that, I want to mention that I'm going to be doing a workshop on this, an online workshop to help you even further with this kind of goal setting, planning, business planning for 2016 making sure that you are spending your time wisely. You're doing things you should be doing and not doing things that you shouldn't be doing. I'm going to be holding this workshop several different times next week, the week of January 4th, 2016. So go to com. that's femmusician.com slash workshop and sign up. I know you're going to get so much out of this. So I would love to have you live on this workshop. You can ask your questions as we go along. And I look forward to hanging out with you next week. Choose the time that works best for you. I tried to have several different times so we can get everybody in all your different time zones. As I said, we're going to be going more in depth on the workshop, but I have got some seriously actionable stuff for you to do right here on the podcast, a little more of a a large picture view. And we're going to go through 10 things that you can look at, that you can ponder, you can soul search yourself about, write down, and then put some action steps along with them to start your plan for 2016. So you know that you're going in the right direction and not just kind of a boat going along with the tide without having any clear course. I can tell you that I did these things last year at the beginning of 2015. I went through, sat down with this stuff, really, really dove into it, and it made all the difference in the way my year went and the way my business went in 2015. 
So the number one thing to do before you even get started, and this is really a top level thing that is gonna affect everything else we do in these 10 items, and it is figuring out your values, determining your values, because those are gonna affect the way you run your business. So I want you to sit down and write down your core values. And I'm gonna give you some examples along the way of how I did this when I was running my music business, because it will help you kind of see how this would affect you and your business. So when I was running my music business, when I was touring and all that, um, I had small children. So a core value for me was being a mom first and a musician second. And that determined how long I could tour, where I could tour, you know, who I brought with me when I toured, what kind of places I would play, what kind of places I would stay. And so that was really, really important for me to determine, okay, I want to be a musician, but more importantly, I am a mom and that's my responsibility. So that was a big one for me. Another one was that I had certain moral values. So I didn't want to play in certain kinds of venues and that determined where I would book myself, what kind of songs I would do, what kind of programs I would put together. And so, you know, figuring out these values from the top down are very important in order to get to your goals and get to your smaller actions. Another thing for me was I valued my marriage and I couldn't be away too long because it wasn't good for that. So I would make my tours, you know, one, two weeks long and I'd come home. And that was really important because it wouldn't have gone well if I had gone away for a month and, you know, taken my child away from my husband. And, you know, so that was a big value that was affecting the way I did things. So once you've written down about three to five core values, then I want you to go into number two, which is creating your goals for the year. I'm going to suggest that you create five large overarching goals. And what I mean by this is we're not talking about specific specifics yet. Like we're not talking about, um, I want to be booked at this particular venue. We're talking about, I want to increase my audience or my email list by 1000 people by, uh, April 1st, for example. We're looking for goals that are measurable and attainable, but are also stretching you a little bit. So if you think to yourself, oh my gosh, how can I increase my email list by a thousand people by April 1st? Well, if you put that goal down, then you can drill down even further and could say, okay, what do I need to do each month to get to that goal? Well, I need to do 350, you know, 333 people per month. I need to add to my list. Well, how can I get those people? Well, I need to create some free downloads. I need to, you know, um, reach out to people on social media. I could do a giveaway. I could do a partnership with another artist where we exposed our music to that person's fan base and we did, they did the same for us. So that's an example of how a goal can be then translated into actions. So I suggest you create a goal in each kind of major area. So, you know, like a booking type of goal, a fan base type of goal, a monetary goal, a songwriting goal and a recording goal, or, you know, that's just some examples of where in the areas that you can think about goals that you want to create. 
So number three, once you've created those goals, you need to break them down into actions like I was talking about earlier and think about what you need to do to reach those goals and probably start with just your first three months of the year because it's overwhelming to try to map out the entire year. But, you know, take take your goal that you, you know, maybe your goal is I want to grow my fan base in 2016 by 5,000 people. Okay, so then you split that up. Well, how many would I have to grow it by, you know, by the first quarter? Well, probably, you know, 1,200 people. So then figure out how you're going to make that happen and what are you going to put into place to make that happen. And then the most important thing is you have to put those things on your calendar. If you decide, okay, I'm going to run a contest. I'm going to give away, um, you know, some, some CDs or some concert tickets or something for people that sign up on my mailing list. Um, you know, I'm going to give something away after a certain number of days for, you know, as a random giveaway for the people that signed up. So if you do that, you need to put on your calendar, okay, I need to start this contest on this day. I need to set it up. I need to promote it. You know, all those things you need to be putting on your calendar. So you actually, actually do them or say you want to reach out to another artist that you like to work with or is similar and maybe you know try to offer your free download to their um, audience and same with them to yours so you need to put on your calendar contact this artist because if you just have it in your mind you'll always push it to the back of your mind you know when you tell me you have goals I say show me your calendar and that will tell me if your goals are real because I wanna see that it's been translated to actions on your calendar. So then in number four, we're gonna be talking about consistency. And this is so important because getting the things done on your calendar is not just going to happen by magic. You need to be consistent about looking at your calendar in the morning, organizing your day. Um, One thing that I do to be consistent is if I know I have to do something every week or even every day, I put it on my calendar. So I need to, you know, go on social media and spend this much time every day. I actually put that on my calendar. So I want you to think about and then write down some things that would help you be more consistent. For example, um, you know, setting up your Google Calendar. Maybe you haven't done that. I spent a lot of time a few days ago setting up my Google Calendar, putting in all the things that recur every single week or every single day so they're already there. And then every week I can just go in and throw the things in that are on my list of to-dos that into the empty spots. Also, another thing that I did last year to be more consistent, I wanted to be more consistent with social media. So I invested in a scheduling program, Meet Edgar, to help me be more consistent. I invested in an assistant to help me with my social media, to gather um, you know, the content that I needed and to post it. And so I made a conscious effort at the beginning of 2014 to be much more consistent in this area. And I set the things in motion that I needed to make it happen. Another thing that I do is called theming my days. And what I try to do, and I'm not always successful, but what I try to do is say, okay, for example, Friday is podcast recording day. And so I only do my podcast recording for the FE Musician podcast on Fridays. And therefore, I'm not thinking about it all the rest of the week, like, oh, I have to do this interview now, and I have to contact this person. I'm only thinking about it on Fridays. And that helps me compartmentalize and thus be more consistent because I'm not feeling so overwhelmed. I know I don't have to think about this podcast until Fridays. 
So for you, maybe you don't enjoy doing booking calls or booking contacts over email, but you know you need to do it. So why don't you just say every Monday, I'm going to spend two hours doing this. And you sit down and you work hard at it for two hours and then you feel accomplished and you feel like, okay, I've done enough for this week. I can do it more next week. Okay. Number five I'm thinking is going to make you not like me very much. Um, I'm going to talk about translating your fears into actions. So I know that there are things that we're all afraid of doing. We're all uncomfortable about doing certain things, but those are the things that are holding you back. And if you're not feeling uncomfortable, at least a little bit every day, then you're not stretching yourself. So I want you to write down a few things that you've been avoiding, things that you didn't want to do that you know would move your business forward as a musician. And I want you to figure out how you're going to be able to do those things. What can you do to translate those into actions? Maybe it's putting it on your calendar and forcing you to stick to it. Maybe it's uh, talking this over with somebody that's done it before to make you feel a little better before you do it. I know for me, and you know, there's a lot of things that hold you back too. You have limiting beliefs. You have beliefs that say, oh, there's no way that I could ever do that. Or there's no way that anyone would ever accept me in this particular way. And that just holds us back. And those are playing in your head over and over, holding you back. So you need to try to push those out of your mind by adding the affirming ideas in your mind. I can do this. I am strong. I'm just as good as this other person. You know, for me, it was all about when I was doing booking, I felt uncomfortable asking for the money that I knew that I deserved. And this kept me from booking a lot of venues for a while because I just, I didn't think that I could put myself out there and ask for the money that I knew I deserved. And so what I decided to do was I was in a mastermind group with some other musicians and I talked it over with them and I found out they all had the same problems when they first started. And they figured out some language that helped them talk to people to explain why they they felt they deserved this much money and, you know, talk confidently about it. And that just pushed me through my limiting beliefs and got me booking in places that I was being booked in and really moved my business forward and helped me make the kind of money that I deserve to make. So that's what's great about having a mastermind group, a mentoring group, kind of like Female Musician Academy that I have is that you can go on there and get information from people that have done this before and get encouragement. Okay, number six you might not like very much either, and that is I'm encouraging you to avoid negative thinkers. And you know who these people are in your life. I mean, you don't have to write them down if you don't want to, but just think about it. The people that discourage you from what you want to do, the people that are negative, they say, oh, the music business is terrible. You can never make money in the music business. Everybody's stealing all your money. Your songs are being given out for free or for pennies. You're never going to make any money. If you think like that, you are never going to make any money. And if you, you know, hang out with these kind of people that love to wallow in this self-pity, then you're never going to move your business forward. You need to be positive. You need to be around people that are positive, are trying to think of, figure out ways around these problems with the music business. You know, that's why I talk about house concerts and I talk about connecting directly with your fans and crowdfunding. I mean, that is all going around the problem of streaming and not making a ton of money off places like Spotify. And there's so many people out there that want to kill your dream. Even other musicians who just say, oh, this is just too hard. I can never make any money. 
And if you just keep listening to that, you won't make any money. So you need to instead put positive thoughts in your head, affirmations, I call them, and visualizations. And I like to do these sometimes in the morning, especially when I go on a long walk. And I think about, you know, what would it be like for me to perform at this venue that I've been really wanting to perform at? What would it be like to look in my bank account and to see, you know, the money that I really thought I deserved? You can say things to yourself like, I am talented. I know that people like my music. I know that people will buy my music. I have fans. Because these things are true. Almost every musician out there, especially if you're providing quality music, has fans already, some kind of fans, has sales. You know, you just think about the good parts of what you have and then expand that into future. Number seven is pretty straightforward. I want you to target one mentor this year and at least three role models. So a mentor is somebody that has been where you want to go and can give you a lot of insight and experience in how to get there. Role models are people that are on the same road that you're on, but maybe they're a little bit ahead of you. So that is what I I enjoy providing with the Female Musician Academy in that, you know, I can hopefully be their mentor. There's some other people in the group that are really far along in their career that can be mentors. And then there's a lot of role models that are just out there busting their butts every day, working hard, being creative, and you can be inspired by those people and you can always learn something from them. So I want you to think about where you can find these role models. If you already have them, then write them down and be very cognizant of trying to spend more time with them and learn from them. Then number eight, and this is for your overall well-being, which does affect your music and your business. I want you to make three long-term commitments for this year that are going to create habits that affect either your health, your energy, your creativity, or your general well-being in your life. These can be commitments to exercise, nutrition, um, you know, having a practice of creativity of some kind. So for example, some examples, I know for me this year, one big one is I want to drink more water. So I want to put some things into place to make sure that becomes a habit. I want to exercise at least five days a week. And another big one that I did when I was doing a lot of songwriting was getting up in the morning and journaling for 30 minutes just writing, free writing, you know, whatever came into my head. And that really helped get the creative juices flowing. Sometimes I used some of the stuff that I wrote down. Sometimes I didn't, but it got me in the right mode. So I want you to come up with three kinds of commitments that you can make to really, really up your game generally in 2016, because that will affect your business. Now, number nine brings up a really important rule in our business, which you might not realize. Generally, 20% of what you do produces 80% of the results. So a lot of the things that we're doing maybe can fall by the wayside because they're not actually producing anything. So for example, if you review your social media accounts, Maybe you're spending a lot of time, you know, trying to get involved on all different social media. And if you really check it out, you'll find that only certain social media platforms are actually doing something for your business, are actually getting you fans, are actually getting you sales, are getting you bookings, you know, increasing your visibility. And so you may be spending a whole bunch of time on maybe Instagram or Twitter and then you realize when you actually do an inventory or an audit of it that 
you know, I'm spending way too much time on this and it's really not yielding enough results to make it worth it. I would rather spend more time on Facebook or Snapchat because those are actually yielding results for my business. I know for me, there was a point where I completely stopped playing coffee shops because I found that I really wasn't making the kind of money that it was worth my time for. And I focused more on the kinds of events that actually brought in money, like, um, you know, specific events, festivals, fundraisers. They were a lot more lucrative than playing coffee shops. And I was taking all this time and, you know, even having my band come and play. And I just wasn't getting enough fans out of it to make it worth it. So identify those things in your business, write down the things that are working and do a lot more of those. And number 10, which goes along with this, is you need to create a stop doing list. And some of this comes out of the 80-20 rule that I just talked about. You find out the things that are not helping you and you stop doing them. You put them on your stop doing list. And sometimes this is specific things out of the 80-20 rule. And sometimes this is just habits that we have that are distracting us from our ultimate goals. You know, for example, maybe it's answering the phone during the day when you're supposed to be working because then you end up talking, you know, don't have your phone available, turn your phone off. Maybe it's keeping your email tab open and every five minutes checking to see if you got a new email, you know, that is not productive. Maybe it's always looking at social media when you hear the little bing sound, you know, either shut your Facebook page down or turn down your volume. So you're not tempted to go check because every time that we switch from one activity to another, we're losing time, we're losing focus. So figure out those things that are distracting you, that are keeping you from reaching your goals and make a list of, I will not do these things in 2016. So those are 10 things to get you started on planning your year. Like I said, I go a lot more in depth in the workshop that I'm doing next week. So please come sign up for it. It's completely free. And I'd love to hang out with you, answer your questions. Go to femusician.com slash workshop and get signed up right away. Now go out and plan your 2016. Get this year started off on the right foot for your business and join me here next week for another amazing interview with a successful independent musician. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com with editing by Bree Noble and music by Stella Ronson.